This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. In a matter of minutes, Mansfield Town have gone from being on the cusp of sailing into clear blue water to landing themselves right back in the tide. A late equaliser for bottom of the table Grimsby puts Mansfield in a little bit of trouble as they draw two all at the one course stadium on what turned out to be a very, 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 very frustrating afternoon to watch, especially in the final minutes of the game. Only Mansfield Town can go from being commanding in the game and having a good 2-1 lead to hanging on for their dear lives for a point. Share your frustrations, your reactions in the comments with myself and Nathan and have your say on your team as Mansfield Town do a bloody Mansfield Town and make the final 10 games, 10, 11 games of the season tense, frustrating and almost like a drama. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast. Strap yourselves in, this could be a very bumpy ride over the next half an hour or so. Mansfield Town 2, Grimsby Town 2 at the One Course Stadium this afternoon. A point against the league's bottom side. And in the end, it was very lucky that the Stags got a point because late on, Mansfield just absolutely crumbled, threw it away and nearly handed Grimsby all three points. Joining me to relive the painful final few moments of that game is a man who... I'm sure he's delighted that he couldn't watch and see that unfold this afternoon and could only hear it. Mr. Nathan Edge, who's got a smile on his face at that joke, I think. I've just relieved a little bit of the tension you were feeling before that, Nath. No, not no. really, unfortunately. Fair play. <laughs> Good. Nice try, though. 
um yeah do we do we have to really you know sit here and, and talk about that it's one that i wish i could just uh to get rid of because it was um i think you've summarized it very well in the in the intro is very very frustrating um and unfortunately it's another game where you could say we've only got ourselves to blame unfortunately yeah 10 games left to go in skybet league two now there is by virtue of the fact that we've matched what south ended today a uh, still an 11 point buffer between ourselves uh, and them with 30 points for both sides left to play for but it should have been bigger than that nathan it should have been three points for mansfield this afternoon it really should yeah that's what's um frustrating if we just saw that game out um yeah, we like like we said pre pre uh, pre match in the uh, in the Facebook exclusive. We said um, you know a, a win. Well, I said anyway. I said a win would basically, for me at least, guarantee safety. Now I don't think today result wise is a complete disaster. You know, as 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 strange it is because we've made some some errors again in the game, which we'll come on to later. Um, you know, the bottom line is we we we've drew. We've got a point on the board. And uh, thankfully, somehow, uh, 10 men, Scunthorpe, have also done us a, a bit of a favour and, and got a draw as well, despite going behind against Southend. So, um, you know, we, we've matched what they've done and, and we keep saying for the last few weeks, as long as we do match those teams down there, we, uh, you know, we, we, we will be all right come the end of the season. We just... It, we just could have made it a lot more comfortable for us, which we haven't taken that advantage. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, really frustrating to, to be here and uh, to to be thinking about two mistakes, really, which has cost us the game. Now, I'm going to say three mistakes, actually, because um, I'm sure we'll delve into them in more detail in a little while. But the first goal that we concede is a free header. Um, we should not be giving away free headers in the box, bare minimum. Second goal that we concede... First of all, it comes from Rawson giving away an absolutely pointlessly needless corner when Stone's there to, to come and gather it. And you actually see him on the video absolutely go mad at, at Rawson for conceding a soft corner. It, it wasn't a corner to concede. There was no danger around. Just let him come and pick the ball up. Let him sit on the ball and, and kill it dead. From that corner, Ryan Sweeney, who comes off the bench and, and plays up front for some reason, um, madness, puts in a... Proper, proper centre forwards tackle on the edge of the box. I mean, if he was a striker, you'd be saying, "Yeah, that's a typical striker's challenge." But he's not. He's a centre half. Gets a booking for it. Gives away a free kick, and then you've just got to stand up and applaud because it was a great strike. Absolutely nothing Aidan Stone could have done about that other than pick the ball out the back of the net. You know, the danger signs were there that they had good set pieces in them, and they've done us over. And then in the very last seconds of the game, we concede another, another pointless free kick, um, and they nearly score from it again. And yeah. it's. Oh, it's it beggars belief. It really does. I'll come to the comments in a second, Nate. But oh, just three simple bits of defending, three simple bits of football, which we just get wrong time and time and time again. Yeah, uh, and it was panic stations towards the end, which is criminal, really. You know, we're against bottom of the league, and yes, obviously they're going to come and fight. That is. That's guaranteed. You you expect that from a team fighting their lives down there. So, you know, fair play to them. They 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 certainly capitalised on our on our mistakes. That's for sure. But um, you know, by God, didn't we help them by inviting that pressure onto us by 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 some way by making those mistakes? You know, that that first goal. Um, you know, we it'd be interesting to see the you know when it's analysed after. You know, whether 
if you know if you're how you've seen it is correct if stone if stone's called for that ball the second goal the second goal the first um, goal was a free header the, uh, sorry yes yeah, so the corner that was con- conceded yeah. sorry so uh, for the second goal obviously mm. if if when ross has put that out you know he would he would argue safety first if you don't know who's behind you you, you you get it out but if 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 stone's called for that ball then yes absolutely should be should be mm. left and you know that that could have just been a situation dissolved and it would have never led to to where it eventually got to so yeah, there's there's certainly that to look at. But um, what happened after that? It was just a lot of absolutely ridiculous individual decisions um, that have essentially led led us to. Well, it feels like I know it's said defeats. It feels like that, but obviously led us to losing the the all important two points. And how often have we said that this season? Yeah, some far, things just don't change. Do they? Far too often. I imagine Nigel Clough will be absolutely. Fuming, and this, you know, there's more worries to add to that as well. You know, you saw Sarkic come on, had had a really good game, um, and then pulled up injured. That's that's him out for another four weeks. That's eight games he's missing. We're not probably seeing him until we're not probably seeing him again in the stag shirt, are we? Let's be realistic. Oh, I won't be surprised. No, and, and then you think how it's probably not fully fit now. To, yeah, you know, he's, obviously he's come on now, but he's, he's certainly not fully fit. He's obviously not ready to start games. Yeah, so. He's going to be out. Well, we, we th- obviously we don't know yet, but it's not looking great. If he's out for another few weeks, mm. he's then going to get back up to fitness. Um, I'd be very surprised if we see Oli Sarkic uh, play again, or at least play any significant uh, amount of yeah. minutes. And then you've got Jason Laurie pulled up and got a number of knocks throughout the game. Great goal from him, to be fair. But you know that's a concern. See how he is. Very, very frustrating. Let's delve into some of the comments then. Uh, let's see what's going through your guys' mind at the moment. Keep them coming in. Strap yourselves in. Ashley's kicked us off. Um, big, big squad change needed in the summer. Uh, Jamie says, shit, that's how we played in the second half. Big changes are needed next season. A big clear out required, uh, to be honest. That was an embarrassing second half, says Martin. Always the same story, says Phil. Subs worked and ours didn't. I'd slightly disagree with that. I, I felt um, when Sarkic, I th- the first two subs that we brought on, Sarkic, um, who did we bring on alongside Sarkic? I think we might uh, might have been, um, we might, was it Sweeney that we brought uh, on? Quinn. Quinn, yeah. Sarkic and Quinn. That that did work for me. I thought we were all right there. Um, but then this, after that, it, it didn't. I could I could totally see why we put Ryan Sweeney up front. 100% see why we did it. Uh, because basically what we wanted, to, they were going coming at us. Um, mm. And what we wanted to do is just have that big physical presence up front. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. And to be fair, his running and, and chasing down was really, really good. It's just the fact that he ends up giving away a silly free kick. Um, in a position which arguably as a centre half, if he wasn't playing up front, he probably wouldn't have been in. But do you try and do you? It's catch twenty two. Should we have been in that situation in the first place? No, because we shouldn't have conceded the corner. And then if he doesn't go in for the challenge and doesn't try and close the ball down, and they get a shot off, it gets criticised for not closing him down. He's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. But uh, he should he should have got his timing better on that. Uh, to be fair. Um, Mark says, another bad day at the office. Glenn, oh my God, can it get any more disheartening? Please say Sweeney and Sick. No, Oli have played their last games. Um, oh dear, says Roger, they nearly lost it in the end. Still an 11-point gap and Colchester keep losing. A good prediction by me today, a draw. Uh, Jamie says, Sarkic needs sending back to Blackpool ASAP. Steve, wow, lost for words. Still three more wins needed and we look like it could be a struggle to get them. Um 
Danny, on a positive note, nice to see Law uh, score. He needed that. Uh, Gary says, we were fortunate today. The table hasn't changed, so two points from two home games. The end was scary, as I can remember, in a long time. Uh, Wayne says, total garbage against the worst side I've seen in a long time, and why keep giving them stupid free kicks in dangerous area? Only one word, Muppets. Getting fed up with it every game now. Roll on the end of the season. A very peed-off fan. Um, Gary says this is becoming a health hazard as stressful to watch as I can remember in a long time uh, Paul the performance is beyond shameful disgusting and what was Clough doing with the subs putting a centre half up front and another centre half in midfield I have to argue though that putting Jake Wright in midfield um, <laughs> that was that was wrong um, I, 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 I don't know why worse, yeah I, I, I can see the logic behind it because you've got two options there haven't you you've got Tyree Sinclair an inexperienced player in a tough situation or you've got an experienced head, what we perhaps should have done is gone, right, Jake Wright, go and sit in at centre-half, Perchie, go and sit in there. Yeah. We didn't yeah. do that. We've we, took my word, yeah. words out of my mouth. Though. Yeah. We rolled the dice. We wanted a six. We rolled a one. We wanted a six to get on the ladder. We rolled a one, landed on the snake, back down the board we go. That's essentially what happened in, in that situation, we, isn't it? You, you, you would think at that point, though, with with four centre halves on the on the field, you think, well, at least we shouldn't go and concede, but we do. Yeah, Mansfield could have eleven centre halves on the on on the field and still concede. Um, that's ridiculous, really is. Um, what else have we got? Uh, trying to make sure trying to remember where we are uh richard says bloody awful how bad were we grimsby bottom of the league and hardly won a game all season we made them look like man city so angry uh roger at the end of the day stags are a mediocre league two team just about good enough to stay up grimsby got a draw against Tranmere, so i'm not surprised one little bit uh, jay says sweeney out roger stags will get to 50 points but it will be a struggle to get there i don't see us getting f to 50 i think we might get to f uh, what are we on now, 42. We might get to 48 if we're lucky. May, may get to 43. Who knows? Yeah, we might <laughs> stumble to 43. We might get there. Um, Martin says, you cannot keep turning up and expect to win with 45-minute performances. Garbage again. Jane didn't watch the game, but a Grimsby friend said it was awful. Clive, by rights, we deserve to lose that game. Poor defensive decision, uh, making very nearly cost us all three points in the end. Uh, Simon says it's a new low and adds, why did Law come off? Thought he was playing well. I thought he picked up an injury. Um, he was he was clattered two or three times during the game. I think he was very yeah. uh, lucky to actually stay on the pitch um, before he scored the goal. I thought he was going to come off then, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I think I think that's probably what makes Cluffers, uh, Cluffers, Cluffs, um, you know, substitutions. Uh, so I, I agree with what you said earlier. The first two, I think, were, were good substitutions. But when you start going further on, I think it makes it look worse. But, the, you know, we've got to remember he was probably forced into certainly, um, you know, law going off, mm. uh, which has probably made that look worse. And there wasn't really many options on the bench. The one thing I probably would say, though, is I know we've rested Ollie Clark, but I thought surely he would have been on the bench today, at least for, he could have made a difference that last 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, surely he'd have had 10 minutes in the tank. I know you've got to look for the, unless he's got a knock, but it doesn't say that. It says he's been rested. So, you know, that, yeah, I was thinking that before the match. But I thought hopefully we won't need him, uh, but we probably could have done with him just for that last, uh, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah, it, it was very, very frustrating to to see it unfold the way it did. Um, like you say, Clark might have been able to give us five, ten minutes at the end. Um, I think if Sarkic doesn't get injured and pull up injured, I think we might. I don't know. We 
it, it goes it very much goes square pegs round holes doesn't it when uh, we have to bring Jake Wright on for Sarkic um, probably should have brought Sinclair on and maybe gone for a midfielder or even just stacked Perch in there where you know he is a midfielder and just said go and sit there and do us a job but you know they'll ha- the the management team and the coaching staff will have to hold their hands up to to that particular incident for sure um, and I just hope the Sarkic thing isn't too long because like I say when he came on I thought he looked lively he looked lively on Tuesday night when he came on looked even livelier today but then pulls up and the way he pulled up it, it and, and went off straight away it said to me that's you know three four weeks which is essentially eight games and the rest of the season so very very frustrating uh, keep your comments coming in Paul says what does Jamie Br- Reed bring to that team the answer is nothing um, in his opinion uh, Tim says uh, bring back Jimmy Knowles a Mansfield lad he'll play for the shirt and be proud and as Martin says Jimmy Knowles cannot be called back um, Ryan says not good enough Mitchell says scrappy game I think a lack of rotation and a lack of proper preseason is really showing let's touch upon that word there Nath rotation we made one change today going into the game uh, George Maris came back in we'll touch upon him later I thought he was excellent um, and what a goal as well what a hit uh, but the word rotation again we mentioned it on Tuesday night we probably should have rotated it more again today and made uh, two or three two or three changes and, and freshened it up a little bit we had a bit of a change around in shape because Maris sat in front of the back four. We went with the diamond and McLaughlin went to Quinn's position on the left. Um, but again, we probably should have freshened it up with, with two or three more. Why not start Sarkic today and give Reid a bit of a bit of a rest? Why not um, maybe make a change at, at centre-half and, and freshen it up? We, the lack of rotation is, is concerning for me. I don't think we've got enough legs in our tank to only be making one change per game, one or two change per game. We have to have that energy we have to have that mass rotation to keep it going to keep things fresh to keep the ideas ticking over because we're just not good enough yeah i don't really know where to go with this you know i keep you know we have been saying we need to to certainly have a bit of rotation simply because of the amount of fixtures we've played in in such a short space of time it's been Mm. back to back saturday tuesday for, for for weeks now so uh, and, and still remembering that a lot of these are still on quite quite heavy pitches, so it's going to be going to be tough. And I think that's why we're seeing the effects of you know Ollie Clark, um, you know Stephen Quinn, and, and a couple of others that are obviously being you know it's been 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 tough for them. So, but but the problem is, I think that we're talking about the subs not 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 really doing great today. Well, unfortunately, they're the players that would have to rotate. So, if they're not good enough, then how can we? do the rotation it's um i don't think we can uh, obviously fresh legs is going to help and yeah i i think more we've had more success when we brought obviously brought, brought law in um the other week we i think we gave um, a three-way sort of tie to sort of man and match which was keaton ward and tyree sinclair all three of them mm. and law you know bring the youngsters give them they're, they're the ones for some from legs put them on there uh, use them a little bit more but uh i i think we've just got i i've I think I've accepted now that obviously this team is just not not good enough, and um, we're just gonna sort of basically have to have to limp our way across the finish line and just hope. Uh, and I still think we'll be okay. I think you know it's it's just let's hope it's not as uncomfortable as it it could shape up to be. Yeah, there's just no let up in the fixtures either. Obviously, Tuesday night Forest Green, sat next Saturday away at Tranmere. Then we've got at least we've not got a game in the midweek, but it's still. A heavy turnaround in fixtures because it's the Easter weekend. Uh, Leighton Orient at home, Exeter City then away on on Easter Monday. So you've got a home game, 
you know, you've got a relatively long away game at Tranmere, then you've got a, a home game against Dortmund, and then a long away game on the on the Monday to Exeter, back to the one call on Saturday against uh, Newport, Saturday the 10th. Uh, then for once, you know, we've not got a full, really a full week's break until the middle of April when, you know, after the 10th of April when we've not got a game in midweek. Um, it's, but even then after that, you've got the Scunthorpe game to, to fit in on, on April the 20th. It's There's no let up whatsoever. And without rotating it, without making two or three changes, like you say, bringing some of the fresh younger legs in, I can honestly see us. I, I struggle to see where our next win's coming from. But knowing us, we'll go and beat Forest Green on Tuesday. That's how ridiculous <laughs> That's we are. <laughs> we are, yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I just, yeah, you look at the fixture list, uh, and it doesn't look like it's going to be an easy finish to the season at all. But let's just hope that, um, you know, that, that eleven point for it is is going to be enough. And and like somebody said earlier in the comments, you know, Colchester certainly struggling. You know, Southend are still and. and and and, and and pretty much we were saying Grimsby have two games in hand. I don't I, I don't know where we've all got that in our heads, but it's, it's it's only one, which has made me feel a bit better. Mm. Um, so you know I, I and, and on, disp- on today's display I can't see Grimsby getting out of it. I just think we're not great, clearly, but I think they're thankfully there's there's two or at least three teams that are, are worse than us, uh, you know, in, in this league at the moment, and it's going to be very tough for them to get out. So yeah, I. I I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm obviously leaning on the edge of caution, but I think we're uh, we're going to be okay. But I just don't think it's going to be a very exciting finish to the season or a very comfortable finish to the end of the season for us. Unfortunately, it's not going to be very comfortable. I agree with that. I think we might be sweating maybe until maybe for the next four games, four or five games tops, depending on how results uh, results go. But we shouldn't need to be. That's that's the point. You know, we are we are good enough to to stay up. And not for a second am I saying that we're we're going to go down because. You know, Grimsby, they are poor. They, they have only got a point out of today's game because of us. We have won them that point. That that's the They've not won that point. We have won. We have given them that point. Um, handed them, yeah. Yeah, we've absolutely handed it on, on the plate. Colchester are in absolute free fall. Um, Warsaw are, are really struggling. Um, Southend, you know, they can't seem to buy a win at the moment, but they, do, they are getting the draws. Um, like you say, there are three or four sides worse than us. But with the way we are, we we should have been out of sight three games ago. But we're not, and yeah. we, we've still got that little sweat. We've still got that little um, little bit of weight around our, our legs. The finish line's in in sight, but for whatever reason, we're being dragged back by that bungee cord, and we're we're in danger if we don't put in a little bit of effort of being flung flung back and that's the worry for me but, because if we do we're not strong enough to fight against it yeah the thing that when we look at literally today's performance uh, and you could probably say this for, for a few games but today's performance first half we were we were slight you know the better team mm. but we was in if to me it was like we was in gear 2 and like you know we, yes we, we've got a goal and it's a cracking finish from, from Maris who uh, you know Great way to great to have him back in the team. Let's uh, yeah. put that positive out there, for, certainly for, for sure. But it was in gear two, and I just felt, you know, if we get up to gear three, we can get a couple more here and and, and be comfortable. And that's all. It, I just felt like we just needed a little bit of, uh, like I say, a gear change, and we'd have been all right. But second half, we went into gear one. Yeah, you know, we we completely slowed down, and we were basically for the for the most of the half, we was absolutely awful. Obviously, we got the goal, second goal, which got us back into it, but. 
I just felt if we were able to just up our game a, a tiny bit, that game would have been done and dusted. You know, we we could have we would have been sat here with saying you know three points, obviously thirteen points clear at that point from from South End. Obviously, we then drew and uh, and 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 feeling a lot better about things. You'd have been looking at saying you know it's now four games at home uh, unbeaten, um, three of them would have been wins. And like Clough said in his pre-match, you know we we talked about the last few games. We should have had five. I agree. We probably should have had five points from those games, and uh, and, and we've got much less. And, yeah. and we should have had. You could have had another three on to that today. That should have been. So we should have been looking at, um, you know, eight points from from the last four games. The worry that for me, I think, bare minimum. The worry for me in terms of the team able to drag us back down in there, and again, it's by our own doing. It's Barrow. They've they're the team with two games in hand on us, and you know they're not too far behind us now, and they keep winning. Um, but again, only two go down, don't they? So yeah. I know what you say, and it does. It then looks worse because we're then rather than sixteen, we could be sat seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. So when you look at that number, the position where you're on the table, it looks worse. Yeah. But at the bottom, all I'm bothered about is the bottom two. Yeah. I don't, the rest don't matter to me. Yeah, I think I, I'm. It's just that over cautious thing, isn't it? And you know, the further are the further away from it you are, you know, the safer you are. The more, the more you get dragged into it, the more you start to sweat. And, I don't want to spend the last 10 games of this horrible, horrendous season sitting on the sofa, you know, digging like fingernail marks into the into the cushions and everything because it, it's tense. I want it done, out of the way, rubber stamp, get them done, get us back in and then go again next season and, and enjoy the journey because, yeah, um, I basically can't afford a new telly when I inevitably end up throwing something through the TV. Uh, keep your comments coming in. I'm sure there's a few people that have done that already this season. Remember that, for those, for those of you who want context, remember when you first got Football Manager and how frustrating it was and you ended up punching a, a, a few laptop screens out of frustration. We've all done it and we all re- regret it straight afterwards. But there you go. Uh, TVs are just that slightly bit more expensive. Um, keep your comments coming in. Um, Stuart says, It's ironic the fact that Bowery and Reed must have had the two longest runs I can remember of any two strikers and yet produce absolutely nothing. Uh, Roy, he will come out and defend this, and that's what worries me. You just cannot work out uh, what Mansfield team will turn up. Quinn should have started. Um Clive says, do you think that Rawson opted to deal with the ball that led to the corner because he had little faith in Stone? I know you'll take the piss, but apart from the mistake, Rawson was good was good enough. He was kicked black and blue by their strikers. Everybody's got an opinion on Farron Rawson. Unfortunately, mine is that he shouldn't be wearing a Mansfield <laughs> shirt. Um, maybe I'm being overcritical. Uh, you know, I'm not a footballer. I'm not a I, coach, but I, I don't I know. I do have a confession. Half the time he was my man of the match. <laughs> You see, so, I, like, I do off. like him alongside Perch, but then there are just glimpses in games where there are errors, and those errors are almost like, you know when you get a tiny hole in a shirt, or a thread comes loose, yeah, and you yeah. start picking at it, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's obliterated, the shirt's useless, it, it's ripped to shreds. That's how Rawson makes me feel. That's how those little errors make me feel, because you look at the phase of the phase of, of play. This for the second goal, there's absolutely no way that Rawson should be putting that out for a corner. And if it wasn't if it wasn't Rawson, if it was somebody else in that position, if it was Perch, Gordon, Sweeney, anybody, I would say exactly the same thing. It's not just because it's Rawson that I'm saying it; it's the person in that position. But it just so happens. That every time that I have a rant, it's 
Rawson who's in that position. <laughs> and whether it's you know whether it's got a lack of faith or or in in stone or, or whatever is irrelevant. If a goalkeeper shouts for the ball and he's coming for the ball, as a defender, leave that ball alone. That is the keeper's garden. It's his to claim. Let him come and put his arms on. Because if he puts his arms on that ball and, and drops his body over it and kills it dead, moves gone, they've gone back up the other end of the pitch, we've boosted it long, we've, and, we've, and we've got back in the game. All right, we might have an op- there might be an opportunity later in the game to, for them to get back into it. Doesn't matter. What's then happened is they're buoyed because they've got a cheap corner from absolutely nothing, which they know should be nothing. And all right, that you, you deal with it and you move on, and, and then the next mistake's the, ne- the next mistake. And then we concede a stupid free kick by Ryan Sweeney. And I usually defend Ryan Sweeney on this show, but I won't defend that because it's an awful tackle. It's a striker's challenge. It's a centre's forwards tackle. Yes, he's got to try and close the ball down. Yes, he's got to try and win it and try and do something and try and stop the shot coming in. And we concede a free kick and the goal comes in. So he's to blame. But it's the sequence of events that leads to it. And we should not be conceding that corner. And that's beyond me. And whether it's Rawson or whoever's in that position, I'd say the same thing. We should not have conceded the corner there and given them a chance. And it goes the same goes for the for the first goal where they got back into it as well. It's a free header. I don't know who it was. It might have been Perch and Bowery, but you should not be giving a free header away there. Moments later, after at, at two all, another cross comes into the box, and Rawson is beaten all ends up. Free header, which he nods wide, gets that on target. They've won the game three two. I'm not nitpicking at, at Rawson. I know it feels like it, and. And I can see you smirking. I can see you guys at home laughing as well and starting to, to smile. But it's just those little things, that little thread which you think, get off there. get. And then all of a sudden, it's in your best shirt's in a pile on the floor. It's so frustrating. But it's not one game. It's not one incident. It seems to be every game. And that is not good enough. That is what we've got to put right. I, I just... I feel like I want to scream. I feel like I want to hit something, punch something, whatever. I, yeah. It, um, someone said it earlier in, in the comments. I and I agree with it. I think I, I, I'm I'm certainly just ready now for the season to be over and done with, and let's uh, let's get on with this rebuilding job because it could, let's be honest, got a got a hell of a job to do. And you you look at certain players and obviously we'll, we'll go through all of this in detail in the, the end of season review oh in agonizing detail very interesting when that re- retain list is is you know is, is released because when you i mean if you when you look at the analysis of the season as a whole and you look at the amount of uh, mistakes that certain you know, players have made hmm. uh, there won't be many players left anyway if we do it on one mistake i think they've all made what they've all made mistakes at some point in the oh, yeah. season which is what you, you do expect that from from League Two, absolutely. Otherwise, they'd be playing high high level, high level. So, you know, that's that's fine. But it's the fact that we seem to be sat here week in week out on a Saturday or a Tuesday night talking about players making errors, and it's not just us on this show. You know, Clough's come out and said it many times. You know, the, it's everywhere and it's it's blatantly obvious, and that. You know, you can try and coach it out as much as possible, but it's obviously not got any better. It's not improved uh, enough at all. So, um, you know, I think the bottom line is, can we get better players in the summer? I, I think we can. 
Yeah, I think we can as well. I think we need to as well. Otherwise, we're going to go absolutely nowhere. Uh, Mark says, I'm interested to hear Cluffy as we concede again in the 90th minute. He must be getting sick about, talk about, about talking about it week in, week out. Nothing much will change, says Roger. It will be like this till the end of the season. It's just about grounding out a few more draws and the odd win that will just about see them okay. Any combination of players will not make any difference, in my opinion. They have to wipe the slate clean for next season, but they need some quality players to come in. Uh, Wayne says, it's simple, lads. This team is nowhere near good enough. It's very poor. Uh, it's going to be a struggle, but I think we will survive. Uh, Mixler, I don't think we need a clean slate next season, although at times it may not seem like we do have some great players. Um, Clive says, a positive thought in Maris, Lapsley and Charlesley. We have something to construct next season with team around and absolutely um and i think you know we've also got them the other two to come back marish was excellent today we've also got you know um lapsley to to come back um into the fold and ollie clark to come back in the fold as well but more lapsley when he comes back i think will be a lot better for it but it just seems to be oh it might be fit for saturday it might be fit for for tuesday which he said every week he's been I think he's been fit for Saturday and Tuesday for the last four weeks. Um, so we'll wait and see. Uh, Wayne says, Craig, we aren't good enough. Uh, there's too many mistakes every game and a good team doesn't do that. Absolutely. Um, Simon says, why do we think Gordon, Sweeney and Benning all uh, deteriorated so much versus previous seasons? Uh, it's an interesting debate for the end of the season, of course. Uh, Wayne says, if it wasn't for Grimsby and Southend, we'd be absolutely... <laughs> And that's the truth. Uh, Michael says, looks as though the best part of our season will be the one that will keep us up. Uh, the five um, the five game unbeaten run. Uh, Rawson, by the way, my man of the match. Uh, Mitchell, I feel Rawson always plays well, but then seems to, ha to make a big mistake. I agree with Mitchell. He does play well for like 80% of the game or even 85% of the game. It's those little five, six percents which... which uh, are highlighted by a massive spotlight. They just seem to be costly, don't they? Yeah, that's <laughs> for some it. reason, when he makes a mistake, it always seems to, to lead to something, which, yeah. you know, an element of that could be bad luck. You know, some players might could actually well get away with it a little yeah. bit more. But unfortunately, that's that's just how it's ended up being. Exactly. I mean, you know, he is a good player. Last season, he was playing in a Forest Green side that was competing for a playoff space. You know, this. You know, good players don't become bad players overnight. It might, like you say, it might well be a, a thing of luck. It might be the system. It might just be... It could be a number of factors. But I think, you know, like you say, it's just because those mistakes, those little mistakes, just get magnified because they are always seem to be costly 90% costly of the time. Um, Jamie says, next season will be a rebuild and Tuesday night will be a very hard game. Uh, Mitchell says, I do like Sweeney, but there's no need to make that challenge yet, absolutely. Uh, Roger, yes, the team needs a retune. Uh, Luke, think Ross and Sweeney are both defenders that need somebody with a level head at the side of them. And unfortunately, I think Sweeney, despite his mistake today, um, that is the better of uh, the two. Um uh, Jamie says we need Clark, Marison, Lapsley for Tuesday night and then next Saturday. Uh, Mitchell, I'd like to see a partnership between Sweeney and Perch. I think they're probably our best two. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, again, um, I, I, we've been saying this for, for I'm going to say weeks, months, actually, that we'd like to see those two um, together. But unfortunately, over, over the last few weeks, I think I'm coming to the realisation that we're not going to see it. No, I agree. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Unless there's an injury in there somewhere, but and then it still might not happen. But yeah, I don't think that's going to happen now. Uh, Simon says Southend five home game, five games at home: Warsaw, Carlisle, Crawley, Orient, Newport, and five away: Harrogate, Morecambe, Exeter, Colchester, and Barrow. Another four points for the Stags and Southend need to win five of their games. Um, 
Roger says Clough did say at Crawley some new players more than likely next season. Um, uh, Rawson, uh, Clive says Rawson has the most involvement in defence. He is bound to make the mistakes. Uh, and Wayne says also just shows when you have a small squad, it will be a struggle when injuries come. Start getting your votes in for man of the match. I think it will be fairly clear, cut, uh, clear cut and run thing. Uh, today, um, whilst you start getting your votes in, and whilst Nathan has a little bit of a think, let's take a little look at the scores in and around League Two this afternoon and see how, if at all, um, that result has uh, affected us. Also, a new chance for me to show off my brand new ring light, which is pouring light onto my face right now. You lucky, lucky people. Let's have a little look then and see at the story in Skybet League Two this afternoon. <laughs> So the Stags draw late on to all against the bottom side Grimsby. However, a late goal for Scunthorpe also means that the buffer between the Stags and second bottom South End remains at 11 points with now 10 games to go. So if the Stags can keep matching what South End do, we will be all right in the ends. It's just the stress of it all, really. Uh, Barrow, though, they got a good win today. 3-2 at home to Crawley. Elsewhere, Bolton were 2-1 winners at home to Warsaw. Goalless between Bradford and Oldham. Cambridge 1, Forest Green 0. Cheltenham 2, Salford 0. Colchester 0, Port Vale 1. Same scoreline between Harrogate and Morecambe. Newport were also beaten 1-0 at home to Leighton Orient as their terrible run at the moment continues. Southend and Stevenage, uh, uh, sorry, Southend and Scunthorpe played out a one-all draw at Scunthorpe while Stevenage were 3-1 winners over Carlisle. And it also finished Tranmere 2, Exeter City 1. League table then, with 10 games for most teams left to go, sees Cheltenham extend their lead at the top. Just a point though. Cambridge in second on 64. And then Forest Green, who come to the one-call stadium on Tuesday night, 6 o'clock kickoff, of course, in third on 61. Tranmere, who we play a week on Saturday, they're in fourth place on plus nine. Also on 61 points. Then it's Bolton, Morecambe and Newport in the playoffs. The Stags in 16th. Played 36, won 9. Drawn 15, uh, lost 12. 42 points, minus 4 goal difference. Oldham just beneath us having June 0-0 today on minus 9 goal difference on 42. Scunthorpe also on 42 points on a minus 9 goal difference. Port Vale in 19th. Starting to win a few games now under Daryl Clark um, on 41 points. Warsaw in 20th on 39. Then it's Barrow in 21st on 38. Also on 38 at Colchester. Minus 16 goal difference though to Barrow's minus 2 in 22nd. South End in 23rd on 31 points. 11 points behind the Stags. And then Grimsby with a game in hand on the Stags. Having got a point off us today. Now on 28 points at the bottom of the Skybet League 2 table. Of course, Forest Green up next for the Stags on Tuesday, 6 o'clock kickoff. Get your votes in now for your man of the match.
Mansfield Town 2, Grimsby Town 2 at the One Course Stadium. But who is going to get the coveted tweet from Nathan Edge? This one, Nate, should be a, a very easy and very short run through. I've got one name on my list. One. I have one, but I do have one special mention and one half a special mention. Right, half a special mention goes to... Kevin Gordon. Because he had, I thought the first half, he was actually pretty pretty good. He, he had the beating of their, you know, their mm. left back quite, 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 on quite a few occasions. So I thought he did all right first half. My full special mention goes to Jason Law, although he wasn't involved as much today uh, in, in the general, uh, you know, in general play. Um, you know, he he still battled, obviously picked up a, quite a few knocks throughout the game. So he had to, to battle through with that as well. And um, you obviously, most importantly, got his got his goal, which he absolutely deserves. And Fully deserves, yeah. He's been coming for a, for a few weeks, so he certainly deserves that. But my my um, man of the match nomination is going to to George Maris uh, today. Yeah, very... obviously um, coming back in and, and getting a superb goal. Yeah, very very easy one for me today, George Maris, without a doubt. Yes, special mention to Jason Law. Brilliant to see him get his goal. Um, fantastic. But George Maris for me was. Absolutely phenomenal today. Um, played in that you know defensive midfield role in front of the back four. Swept up very very well. Some neat little touches. Some good little passes out. And then for the goal, obviously good movement. Got himself into to good space. Law involved in that, by the way. Nice little turn to get it to McLaughlin, who then squared it to uh, 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 to to George Maris, who absolutely thunderbolted it into the back of the net and gave the keeper absolutely no chance. Brilliant finish from him. And um, we've definitely been lacking him, lacking his energy in in, in there. Uh, good to see him come back and good to see him get through uh, the game as well without any knocks or niggles. So uh, fingers crossed he'll stay in for for Tuesday. I think we'll very much need him on Tuesday night. Um, yeah, so uh, well done to him. Uh, easy, easy one. Um, let's have a little look at some of your comments. Um, should be very, very quick this. Jamie, Maris, uh, Mark says Perch. Um, Mitchell has to be Maris for Man of the Match. Kathy says Maris. Wayne says Maris. Uh, Roger says Maris. And then finally, Clive says Maris, Perch or Rawson. I'll go with Maris. Uh, so well done to George Maris for winning the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match and getting that coveted uh, tweet from Nathan Edge today. Um, yeah, uh, I'm sure he'll be absolutely buzzing with that. Every, I know that everyone looks forward to that. I mean, it's the prize to end all prize, isn't it? We've got to just shake ourselves off and go again now, though, Nathan, haven't we? We've got no time to, to sit and uh, to reflect on it, no time to sort of sit back and and go, well, we need to do this, we need to do that. We've just got to pick ourselves up, go again, because Tuesday is going to be a very, very tough game. Six o'clock kickoff, Forest Green at home. They'll be disappointed to have lost today. They've lost a little bit of ground on, on the chasing pack of the uh, of the, the league title. Um, you know, the four points behind now. Uh, they've, got play, they've got teams breathing down the neck in terms of the playoffs as well. Big game for them. Yeah, I mean, look, from our point of view, it's not like it's unfamiliar territory, is it? We're, we're, we're used to these... Uh, frustrating setbacks and we're used to these late goals conceded so it's not like we're not used to it is it mm. so for us it's it is about bouncing back again it's positive is that we are at home and we still haven't lost at home for uh, for four games now so yeah. you know the positives are, are there but from Forest Green's point of view they um, like you say they're, they're still right in amongst it they've obviously slipped up today but so what they what, what will they want to do they want to go and put it right and they'll be looking at at us as an opportunity to to put that right because they know we we uh we have mistakes in us so no doubt they will come and try and take advantage of it but 
it all depends on what happens with us. You know, we know what Mansfield Town are like. We're the games where we think we should go out there and win. Barrow, Grimsby, um, you know, we, we don't. The games we expect to get nothing from, Morecambe and Cheltenham, we do. So let's just wait on and move on to Tuesday night and, uh, and, and cross our fingers and touch some wood. What you get up to in your own time, mate, is entirely your choice. Uh, my thanks to Nathan Edge uh, for his involvement in today, as always. A disappointing afternoon for us on the pitch as the Stags concede late on to draw two all with Grimsby Town. We're back in action on Tuesday night, of course. Forest Green Rovers, the visitors to the One Course Stadium for the third consecutive home game. They lost 1 0 today, so they'll be itching to put that right. It's a six o'clock kickoff as well for that one. So make sure you join us from 4.50, I think. Yeah, 4.50 um, for the usual Facebook exclusive warm-up show. And then again, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle for all the stuff in between and all the debate and the reaction in the post-match cool-down, post-match reaction show. Whoever gave it such a stupid name, what an idiot. Yeah, that was me. Thanks very much for joining us today. Uh, we will see you again on Tuesday. Not to be for the Stags, but at least nothing has changed in terms of the league table. Ten games to go, 11 points between the Stags and the bottom two. That'll do for now. See you again Tuesday. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because even when we concede stupid goals late on, Mansfield will always matter. The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. And if you don't like them, blame Cam. Only joking. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24 seven, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.